morning. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thanks to everyone who's been listening. If you can share this podcast, uh, post it on your Insta story. Um, we can see here that we've got people listening from Canada now, obviously here in the U.S., the Netherlands, South Africa, Norway, and Guatemala. Pretty awesome to be able to see those analytics. But um, thanks for listening. Today we're talking about finish well, finishing well, finishing strong. You know, God has built it in our heart to be people who are faithful in our work. It's one of the characteristics we see in the life of Jesus. And I say this often, but when you look at the life of Jesus, he's the perfect human. He's actually the example of the life that we are meant to live as born again Christians. So if there's anything in your life that doesn't line up with the, the obviously minus the dying on the cross for humanity, but but his life is the example of the perfect human and it's, and it's the life of uh, the Christian. So if we see Jesus when he was born, he was born of the Holy Ghost. He was born of the Spirit. When we're born again, we're born of the Spirit. So the same way that he was sin-free, we're called to live sin-free. Can I get an amen? The same way he walked in signs and wonders, we're called to walk in signs and wonders. And the life that he lived yielded to the Father. Um, there's no doctrine. There's, the, there's these false doctrines that come out that say, oh, the teachings of Jesus don't apply because it was under the law. And it's like so ridiculous that you would think there's even, I mean, people in the same people say there's teachings in the New Testament. I was reading 1 Corinthians 14 about the gifts. And there's people who say the gifts of the Holy Ghost have stopped the nine gifts, you know, and it's like, why would we have this Bible with so much that talks about signs and wonders, if God didn't, who doesn't change, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. All of a sudden, we're in like some weird, oh, it's a better covenant, but all the good parts of it have gone. But anyway, but part of what we see in the life of Jesus is a is a faithfulness and is a strength to finish what he started. If there is any strong finisher, it is God. It is uh, from from creation to the resurrection, he's a strong finisher. In creation, he, he finishes strong. He creates man last. The crowning achievement of his creation is man. He finishes strong. And so this is a, um, this is a uh, something that I learned in really in sales, really from my brother, uh, to be a person who makes up their mind, has made up their mind to be a strong finisher, to finish well. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. But um, it really comes down to a decision. And I think the issue that we run into and we see a lot is just a, just people who are good at uh, good at starting things and, and have this, it's a New Year's resolution mentality, right? And they're like, oh, I'm going to work out. I'm going to do these things. And, and, and I'm going to, and then a month in, they've lost all of their motivation to do it. And I think Ultimately, it comes down to a few things. I think it comes down to the fact that people's motivation is shallow. Number one, people's motivation is shallow. People look and they they have a motivation. A lot of times their motivation is, oh, I'm going to get in shape because I want my selfies to look better. I want whatever. But they have a shallow motivation. And so two weeks later, they they... The motivation is dried up, you know, whatever it is, the motivation to go eat something is, is greater than the motivation to, to stay in shape. So I think people, especially in the, the kingdom of God, are willing to like, they get excited to try something new. But then a few months in, when it starts getting difficult, it's, there's no follow through. And so it's really a decision that you make to say, I'm going to be, say it with me if you're listening to this, say, I finish strong. Say it again, say, I finish strong. And there's something to that about being a person who finishes strong and really a person who behind the scenes, whether anyone sees them or not, is a person of commitment. You know, the Bible talks about King David and it talks about, it says he's the man, he was a man after God's own heart. 
But King David is one of the ones that if you read through the Psalms, he mentions the word vow quite a bit. And he says, I will perform my vow. I'll come and I will perform my vow to the Most High God. And I think there's something to that that's lost in this generation of people who make vows and follow through. There was a time where you know, I made a pledge. I was a teenager and I made a pledge to a building fund, this building fund here at RMI. And I made a thousand dollar pledge as a 14 year old. I'm going to give a thousand dollars in this building fund with really no source of income. But I was like, I made a pledge and I wrote it down and, um, on the offering envelope. And my pastor, pastor, Dr. Rodney jokes. And he says, if we had all the money that was pledged, we would be able to, uh, fund the end time harvest three times over all the money that's been pledged and never paid. But I made that decision. So when I started making money, I got this job at my mom's office. She was she was in real estate, and every three weeks I would go in and I would help like input lead, input things into the computer, and I would make between sixty and like on the high end a hundred bucks. I would work all day long on the computer doing this, and the guy would pay me, and I would make yeah sixty and a hundred bucks, and I would just come back and I would put it in the building fund, and I had my tally, and I would just pay my building fund pledge off. It was something that was of my own free will, but I had made a vow to God, and I. Um, it took me a while, but, uh, I mean, you can do the math if you're making on average 80 bucks and you're doing a thousand dollar pledge, it didn't get paid overnight. But, um, my mom would watch me cause like, you know, 15 years old, you want to go buy sneakers back then it was Allen Iverson, the Reeboks, right? So I would go shopping. Sometimes mom would give us money and my brother would go in and he'd buy seven t-shirts, two pairs of shorts, two sandals, a dress shirt, and a watch for 200 bucks. I'd come out with a pair of Allen Iversons and a, and a basketball jersey or something like that. I was done after 30 minutes. I knew what I wanted. But um, uh, my mom would watch me, and I would take money that I could go and spend on myself, but I made a pledge, and I decided to do it. And then another, after I paid off that pledge, I made a pledge for 10000 as like a 16-year-old and started to pay it down. And I actually like didn't finish that pledge. I think I got $2,000 into it and kind of finished it. But the Lord brought it back to me years later when I was working that I had this pledge to the building fund. And so I went back and sure enough, it just, just went at it. There's something about paying your vows towards God, being people of your word. And it's something that in business, in ministry, in life, in everything that we do, to choose to finish strong and be people who finish their race well. The first thing you need to understand is that God never calls you to quit. If God called you to do something, he wants you to finish it. I see it around here with people who come to Bible school and they say, yeah, the Lord called me here. And six weeks later and things get difficult and then they're nowhere to be found. And usually, and a lot of times they're like, well, you know, God, I just feel a peace that it's time to go. And people have this misunderstanding about God that he's schizophrenic, that he's like, all right, I just wanted to see if you were willing to go. Like like Jonah, right? Go to Nineveh, preach the gospel. And he goes, and then he's like, all right, I'm going to get to Nineveh. You get there. And he's like, oh, just kidding. You don't have to actually have to preach the gospel. You can just go wherever you go to Tarshish, you know, go whatever you want. Like God doesn't change his mind. God has a purpose and he actually has a plan for your life. And and I'm speaking to somebody, he has a plan for your life and he's called you to do something and it's your job to follow through. The problem is people just don't have a stickability in themselves where they, things get difficult. Not everything that God calls you to do is going to be the most fun thing. I believe you can learn to love it because you know that there's a reward. Having eyes on eternity, you can love the small things. There was a time when I uh, here when I was in Bible school that I got assigned to a work study position. It was in janitorial, and I'm like, man, of all the positions, I got janitorial, and I and I just said, I'm gonna choose to enjoy this, even though people look at this, look down on this. You know, there were people who were like in different departments in the media department, or whatever, and I got 
janitorial. I'm like, I'm going to do this because I'm doing this for God. But choosing, first of all, understanding if God's called you to do something, he's called you to finish it. The amount of people that quit halfway through. I've had people who come to me when I was hiring people and they, yeah, we, um, I really, this job is for me. The Lord spoke to me in a dream and showed me that I was supposed to come and work for you guys and do this summer and, and work hard. And then they go out and they work and it's tougher than they expected it to. And a month later, they're like, yeah, the Lord's really just moving me on. I'm like, you don't serve the same God that I do. Like, I, I don't know where you come up with this, that God just changes his mind every six weeks. It's funny how God seems to change his mind to coincide with how difficult things get in your life. And we're developing, a, you, when you do that, it's like, it's like my mom always used to say, you shouldn't date when you're young because you're practicing divorce. So every time you break up with someone, you're, you're just practicing divorce. And people get so used to quitting that they don't even know what it's like to finish. They start a book and they don't know how to finish. They start, oh, I'm going to study this and they study for a day and then they don't know how to finish. And they just don't know how to finish anything. The only thing they're good at finishing is movies, you know, something where they're just sitting on their butt. But choosing, like Paul said, I run to win. And so you have to ask yourself, does it really matter that I finish? You know, one of the biggest misconceptions I believe people have in the kingdom of God is that in heaven, everyone's equal. Equal. We can see through the life and the parables of Jesus that God is not a socialist. If you make it to heaven, sure, it's heaven, but there's actually different areas in heaven. There's actually, there's parables that talk about there's an outer part of heaven that's outside of the, the, um, the immediate, uh, this outside of the immediate light of heaven. There's like the outer rim and there's people who will get to heaven. The Bible talks about the, the judgment that happens for the saints, not the judgment for our sins because our sins are washed away by the blood, but the judgment of our works, there'll be people in heaven with no rewards. There'll be people in heaven with no nothing to show for their life on earth, with with a house that's not as big. We're not all in the same 2,300 square foot condo in heaven. Like there are people by how you act on this earth who will be rewarded for their faithfulness. I want to, if you got your Bible, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 12 says, and this was kind of an, a creed in the early church. Well, I'll start at verse 11. This is a faithful saying for if we died with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. People will be given in the millennial reign, the thousand year reign, when we're back on this earth, there'll still be people being born onto the earth. Christ will be king of the earth. The Satan will be locked up um, for those thousand years, but we will be reigning and, and our the, uh, I like what Reinhard Bonnke says. He says, the reward of good work is more work. He's faithful with the little will be made rule over much. The reward of a job well done on this earth is actually a place of leadership and rulership in, on the new earth. And God has set it up that what you do in, in, a, in response to the call of God will actually matter for the rest of eternity. There'll be people who spend it, and sure, it's still going to be heaven. And bless God, there's only two options. So you'd rather be in heaven on the on, with, with, with nothing to show for your life on earth than in hell, for sure. A hundred times, million times better, right? But in heaven, choosing to be faithful and go through the difficult things and be a person who who doesn't back down when it gets difficult and says, you know what? God's called me to do this. I am going to finish. God doesn't call you to Bible school to go to half a year. If God's called you to do it, he's called you to finish it. 
And so it started, it starts, I found one of the secrets to finishing strong is start by saying it with anything. You start by saying it, man, I'm, this is what I would say in sales. We would, we'd have a four month summer. So it'd be part of April and then May, June, July, and August. And August for a lot of people, they would like taper off at the end of the summer because they think they're burnt out. They're working six days a week, working long days. But I started by saying it would get to August 1st. I'd be like, man, this is going to be the best month. August is notoriously the best month of the summer. And I'd start saying the opposite. I'd say, I finished strong. Man, I'm just as strong today as I was in May. And I start saying it. I wake up. Man, August is always the best month. The job's easier than it's ever been. People love me. It's the best month. It's the month of payoff. August is the best month. I'm a strong finisher. August is going to be my best month. My last week is going to be my best week. And sure enough, this last year, um, in the month of August, I had my best month in, in that I can recall as a salesman, my best week as a salesman. After 10 years of doing it, my final month, my last month working in that sales job, that's finishing strong, my best week that I've ever had um, with, with, uh, 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 in sales. And, and, and understanding that what you begin to say and how you identify yourself. I meet people, man, I'm just bad with names. Well, yeah, I used to be bad with name too, names too. And I started saying, you know, I'm, I'm getting better with names. I didn't feel like I could be fully honest and say I'm, I'm, be, I'm good with names. But I said, I'm getting better with names. I stopped saying, man, I'm just, you know, I'm just not a morning person. I'm, well, I am a morning person, but I'm also an afternoon and a night person. I'm a person, right? And you start saying these things. People have these negative confessions. Oh, you know, my, my eyesight's just going, you know, I never really finish anything that I start. Well, start, stop saying that. Start identifying with someone who's a strong finisher. And we have to understand that we, we run to win. The reality for us is a lot of times the moment that we want to quit is right when our breakthrough is right there. There's been many times, even just more recently, I was at church, it was a Sunday night, and I was tired. There had been a lot going on the week before, and I don't, I don't remember exactly, it was after an all-night prayer meeting, and I was just wore out. And honestly, I, I got there in like an hour into service. I was just like, man, I just don't, I just don't feel like being here. I'm tired. I want to go home. I actually started feeling not as great, you know, like a little bit under the weather. And I'm like, we should just, I was just thinking we should just go home. But I stopped and I I said, you know what? I'm going to stick this out because first of all, the anointing's here. So I'm going to get my healing. I'm going to get recovery from my body. And I'll tell you, it was one of the best services I've ever been to. But it was right on the other side of wanting to quit and go home. And so for, for everyone out there that's listening, I want to encourage you, choose and make a decision. This is something that's going to serve you in marriage. It's something that's going to serve you in life. It's going to serve you in business. But to choose to be a person that, that works well and finishes well. The Bible says, and whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So if you read John 19, John 20, the strongest finisher that the earth has ever known, Jesus raising up from the dead, finishing in amazing fashion finishing strong. Uh, Subscribe to the podcast um, if you haven't already. You guys are awesome. I love you. Have an amazing day. Go finish strong, whatever season that you're in right now, um, wherever God has you. If it's a transition time, don't finish. Don't finish. Even for me, just to wrap up one last thought, when I run, I run in the morning and I love it, but I'll jog and I have my pace. I make it just as a principle. When I get to the end of my run, I sprint the last 30, 40 feet. And I, and I go as hard as I can just to be a person, man, I finished strong. And, and I tell you what, every time I run, part of me wants to, man, just don't sprint today. It starts getting to me like half a mile before the run's over. Just don't sprint at the end. And then I get there and I say, you know what? I'm a strong finisher. And I, and I sprint as fast as I can. 